Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Alex Whiteley. Um, I'm, I'm laughing because if I don't laugh, I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> it's been one of those days today. Um, I don't get stressed often, I really don't. But today I was just kind of like, ah, and, you know, nothing's going right and, you know, uh, whatever. But well, I'm going to make today positive. That's my new mantra is make, uh, let's kick today's butt. And, and joined with me today is Rachel from Dog Aids. the second time you come on the show. Thank you very much for joining me. Yeah, thank you for having me back on. Yeah, it's, it's nice to see you in person, meet you in person. Um, um, because last time, obviously, we did it over Skype or Zoom or whatever it was. That was the that was like the beginning when I was trying to learn how to do everything online with a really terrible internet. Yeah, uh, it's not ideal, is it? It's really not. I mean, I made I made some terrible stuff, stuff that sounded terrible, but was actually fantastic because um, I thought I'd lost my livelihood. I thought I couldn't go out and do this sort of thing. So being online and being able to actually carry on gave me a new lease of life. So that was kind of like, I was really energetic, enthusiastic in some of the interviews I did um, via Zoom or Skype were really enthusiastic. They're good. Lots of energy. But I was just constantly let down by the internet because I was kind of like, oh, 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 it's buffering or something. (laughs) You know what it's like. How have you been? You been good? Yeah, really good, thank you. We've got an exciting week coming up, actually. On Sunday, it's the start of International Assistance Dog Week. Wow! So the 2nd till the 8th of August is going to be a really exciting week for us. So busy this week preparing, but yeah, really good. Um, obviously, you're going to be restricted because of what's going on. Um, yes. uh, so what, what, what are your plans for this, then? What are you going to be doing? Well, a bit like how we did ours last time, we've been doing some Zoom videos with yeah. some of our clients, nice. um, which is is new for me as a dog trainer to be entering into the video editing world. Um, <laughs> but it's hopefully going to showcase the people behind our charity as well as just the dogs, because a lot of the time what gets attention on our social media pages are the cute pictures of the dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking about that a while ago. I was talking about cat pics and dog pics and videos and stuff like that. I was always like, I'll never be one of these these, these cat video people. <laughs> you know, I've got a big... Now all I do is share cat videos, dog videos and things, because they are they're just so likeable, aren't they? Very infectious. And I guess that's what, uh, does that help you with what you guys do, is the fact that there's such a an infectious um, thing to it, you know, the, the videos and stuff? Yeah, I think so. Um, the difficulty we have is that I think sometimes people, if they only see pictures of dogs, think that we're like a dog rescue charity, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like Dogs Trust, that kind of thing, whereas actually we're a disability charity who kind of use dogs, you know, we train them up and they then help people, but if there's no communication with the clients no pictures of the clients people don't get that the two are mm. interlinked and if you abbreviate our name to dog aid rather than dog assistance and disability yeah exactly people yeah. just assume yeah we're a and rescue charity i learned a lot of speaking to you you know it's not a guide dog it's an assistance dog you know we learned, learned all that and the, the, the different tasks and things that dogs can do um can we talk about some i mean we did we, we talked a little bit last time about what these dogs can learn to do and um, what's the what's the craziest things that you can actually teach a dog to do to help someone? What's I wouldn't say crazy. That's uh, you know unique. Yeah, yeah, I think probably the the most exciting one we've had during lockdown has been um, there's a gentleman who's got a lovely, very excitable spaniel, um, <laughs> and he's managed to train his dog to collect pieces of paper off the printer and bring them to him without the paper being damaged. And Whoa. when you've got a very exciting wiggly spaniel who wants to kind of grab hold of it and run around the house with it because they're so proud, it, was, <laughs> it took a little bit of refining with the training to get the paper to still be intact. But yeah, now printing out things left, right and centre and the dog goes and collects it, which That's is amazing. That's amazing, I love that. Um, I always remember that old Foster's advert where um, the dog would go and get the beer from the fridge. <laughs> 
was just like be amazing, you know, because um, people are lazy. But I mean, obviously, um, the people that need to use uh, the dogs for these abilities uh, really appreciate the help that they get, you know. Um, and uh, what's the response been like for you guys online since last time we spoke? I mean, you saying you using utilizing online training a lot with the dogs. Yeah, so actually we've decided that in September we should have been holding our workshop for clients, which Mm -hmm. we normally hold in Stoke Mandeville. And we have like a big conference center so that we've got space for the dogs, wheelchairs and everybody to move around. We're moving that online and having our first ever Dog Aid online client workshop in September. Wow. Yeah, so it's taking a little bit of planning, but again, we're going to be using Zoom and we've got four fantastic dog trainers who are going to run dedicated sessions on different aspects of assistance dog training, which will then hopefully have over 100 of our clients joining in and watching those. And then they can go away, practice what we've shown them in those little training sessions. And then the next day, they're going to come back and share their videos. And oh, we're going to have like yeah. a discussion and feedback on the progress they've made on the next day. So. That's really cool. I like that. I mean, we come up with an idea with, uh, with the other show at USOC. We do like um, a show live once a week. And um, my, my co-host for that show is, is American. And I saw this video of, of a woman doing like a weather forecast. She was pointing, but as she was moving a finger around the UK, she was changing her accents. She was going all the way around and changing her accent. And I thought, that's amazing. So I said, to, I said to Tom, what we need to do is you need to go away. Um, I'm going to give you some UK accents, some Geordie accents, Liverpool accents. You know, as Americans trying to do them, that'd be funny. And he's going to give me some American ones. We're going to have a week to learn them and come live on a Facebook uh, live show and then reproduce these accents without any help from... Uh, so that'll be fun. It's funny little games like that that keep the world go- turning while, while we're doing all this. Uh, Zoom has just been... It's, it's been brilliant, but there's also been like... Um, is almost a new etiquette we've all had to learn, right? I mean, I was on a, I was on a, a Zoom conference call, a big Zoom conference call yesterday. I forgot to mute, and I was like, <laughs> like coughing down the thing while and someone was talking. Oh my god, yeah. Um, I mean, they, they laid out some rules. Uh, please don't have any annoying sounds in the background. Make sure you have a nice uh, view behind you. Uh, you know, they were laying out all these rules. Keep your thing on mic. You know, uh, on mute. Uh, sorry, uh, so you don't disturb people uh, while they're talking. And I completely forgot. So while someone was like giving their spiel about who they were, their intro, I'm like... (laughs) The worst thing about it on Zoom is if you're the person who forgets to do that, it lights up in yellow, doesn't it? It shows everyone who you are and means it shames you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as well, like, when when it's your time to say your bit, you don't know... You don't... I mean, I get a lot of feedback. I, I can hear my own voice doing this, right? So when I can't hear my own voice, I'm kind of like, is it working? So I'm like, hi, uh, is... Hello? And I look like my, you know, a granddad with on the phone. Hello, you know, it's a, it's a strange thing, but it's, it has helped so many people, so we can't complain. Um, now we're here because we have mutual friends. Uh, we, we you, you guys are being helped by the the Shropshire Live uh, Shropshire Shropshire Virtual Show. Um, and what happened there? How did you guys get introduced? Yeah, so we um, were quite excited. Really, we just had an email through saying that there was this event that was going to happen, and would we like to have a Zoom call to find out more about it? So myself and a couple of the trustees had the Zoom call, found out what was planned for the Shropshire Virtual Show, and then basically had to kind of sell ourselves as a charity and what we could provide to the event. So uh, okay. what kind of aspects we could help with, which obviously for us, it was quite an easy choice that we took kind of ownership of the dog show aspect. Cute cuddly dogs. There you go. We've just been talking about that. Yeah. 
So what did you, I mean, uh, we were talking about, um, I was speaking to Anna and Scott, and they were saying that they're doing like a, uh, like a beauty competition or something for dogs, or I can't remember what it was. Um, what is it you're doing? Yeah, so it's a virtual dog show, like there an go, online yeah. dog show, um, and there's 11 different categories. Some of them are the more traditional, like the prettiest bitch and handsome boy and all mm-hmm. of those things. Um, and then we've got some covid-related ones so the best covid haircut and that can be human or dog because there's been some interesting ones for both i think that we've all seen on social I've never, media i've never felt so uh, lucky to be follically challenged in my life i've just been like hey look at me you know it's been so, yeah what else have we got going so it's uh but covid haircut yeah lockdown office companion yeah because there's been a lot of dogs who've had to adopt uh, adapt sorry to being in home and being quiet on Zoom calls when they're probably oh, not yeah. used to having their owner in in, in important meetings oh, on thought. Zoom and Skype. So yeah, there's been some great pictures of dogs kind of never head on the laptop and things like that. Mm. Um, and um, so you're going to be doing that. You guys are recording virtually. I take it. Have you been had a lot of feedback? People sending you new videos and yeah, pictures? the dog show's been then the most kind of entries we've had so far into that one. But there's lots of other virtual competitions as well, like the gardens and Shropshire's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the dog show is going really well, getting loads of entries through, and people just upload them on on the website. So we've had a bit of a sneaky peek, but I'm not judging, so I'm allowed to have a look. <laughs> Uh, well, is this a lot of work for you guys or has it just come naturally with, with your community anyway if you just like literally write a post we need your videos bam or do you guys have to have, you know have a lot of hands on with it um, for me I, I don't find it kind of any extra work because I really enjoy it yeah, yeah. Um, so trying to get people to enter the dog show and finding we've been putting up kind of nice pictures of the dog aid qualified dogs showing off their waggiest tail and then encouraging people to kind of beat it can their dog send a video in with its waggier tail than our dogs um, so yeah it's not it's not been too much hard work but it's been really good fun and I think the nice thing is kind of all the charities having regular communication and sharing ideas and for a small charity like ourselves, it is really beneficial to get those skills from the other charities as well, which has been really nice. Yeah, um, the other charities, um, everyone's got their own sort of different um, area of expertise, haven't they? Um, and uh, I, I think it's so nice when you get someone that wants to do so much for so many people and spread spread their you know spread it out a bit as far as they can get it and five charities is quite a lot of work but i think uh, the feedback from the, the festival you know explains to me that there's a lot of people that want to help as well they want to take part in this and i feel like if you're going to take part in this free festival the least you can do is like dip your hand in your pocket and help out you know um donate some money um uh, have you worked with any of these charities before? You, no, I uh, haven't actually. I haven't. Um, but it's been, it's, I think, helping us form links together and show how although we work in different ways and we support people for different reasons, actually there is a lot of common ground and moving forward doing joint things is going to be a really, really good help to all the charities. I mean, why do people, why do people um, donate to a charity? Is it because they have an emotional tie to it or is it because... Uh, it's just the nearest charity shop or event or charity near to him. I mean, what, what in your experience, is it people that have been affected by what Dog Aid is used for that really help you guys or just, you know? Yeah, I mean, our charity, although it's small, is across the whole of the UK. And yeah. our supporters tend to be kind of the families and friends of the clients who've had a dog that's 
been trained and supported by dog aid who have then obviously seen the benefits it's had on that person's life you know the independence it's given them and then they tend to be the ones who do these amazing challenges and things to fundraise for us but yeah, I think for some people, it's the draw to the animal, whether it's the horses at the Cavalier Centre, you know, yeah. or the dogs for us. Um, but for other people, it's also the disability that the person has. Um, so we had an article recently with the MS Society, and one of our clients very kindly um, helped them with an article about her condition and how her dogs helped her. And we've actually had more people kind of with that condition getting in touch with us and saying, you know, I hadn't thought of having my dog trained to help me. And I think it's amazing what you've done. And can I get on board? So sometimes it's the actual condition the person's kind of yeah. got to deal with. Or other times it's it's the dog. It's nice. It's nice. I mean, um, there's there's so much trouble in the world right now. People have lost their jobs, their livelihoods, things like that. Have you guys noticed a, a drop in sort of revenue? Or, or you know, with people being at home more? Maybe, I don't know. Is, is it, has it affected you much? Yeah, definitely. Because a large amount of the way that Dog Aid has generated income previously has been from big events. So just before lockdown, yeah. actually, we were at Crufts. And that's one of our biggest events each year where we go and we have a stand, we sell things, we raise awareness, we get trainers on board to help us to train more dogs up to be assistance dogs. But even then, before lockdown, obviously all of this was brewing in the background, wasn't it? And there was less people at Crufts, noticeably less people this year. Mm. Um, So that had an impact. And then all the events throughout the summer cancelled. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's affected Everything, every walk of life. I mean, my big thing is Comic-Con, right? I love Comic-Con. There's no Comic-Con. Um, there is, but they're talking about movies that have been... They're like Because all the movies have been put back right? a year. They're going to wait till cinemas can reopen again. So they're like, we've got nothing new to talk about, but here's some cool toys that we've made. Uh, let's make some money somehow. Nobody can go and... I mean, a Comic-Con isn't like... It's not the most glamorous place. I mean, I, I usually go to work at uh, uh, the press. Um, lots of people crowded in it just couldn't happen couldn't mm-hmm. happen with COVID-19 um, and it's the same with the cinemas it's the same with festivals things like that you know um, do you miss it do you miss being able to to get out there I mean do you before COVID-19 did you do a lot of meetups like uh, summer fates things like that you know? yeah and that is the thing for us is it's been a big leap I think for our charity to get kind of content online to showcase what our dogs can do and how amazing they are and actually even that is difficult when you don't have the footage and everything already Mm. you know like we've been doing for next week for the assistance dog week having to do those videos over zoom that in itself you know the camera quality on a laptop isn't as good as if you were there with real recording equipment and things so yeah much harder for us to showcase the amazing things that our dogs can do to help people i mean there's some places that are starting to open now socially distanced of course i mean i've been out um the listeners will have seen the the vlog i made with timmy uh, at cosford which was awesome it's like 20 minutes long but it's a great watch um and we've been to the the shropshire driving events that um beffy has been doing they've been amazing Um, and other places that you've been able to recommend people for, uh, that use your um, charity to go take the dogs for a walk not be- quite yet yeah so a large amount of our clients are shielding I've quite so, said that last time yeah. yeah so for a lot of them they're shielding up until well the next couple of days really a lot of them have been advised from the 1st of August mm-hmm. but even then I think for a lot of people when you've been in shielding you've not been out 
and people haven't necessarily been great at keeping their social distance yeah. if you go out with an assistance dog people can't help themselves they see a cute dog and even though i know and probably you know if a dog's got a jacket on it it's working you shouldn't touch it but people do and they, yeah. can't, they, yeah. they like walk past and just like yeah. wipe their hand over the top of it and that's going to be a concern for our clients you know that they're vulnerable already and the last thing they need is some stranger they don't know they don't know whether they've got covid you know and they could potentially touch their dog, and it's, it's very difficult. How do you socially distance them. with a dog? If someone pets your dog, is that contaminating the dog? In th- yeah, so it, it could a- well could be, couldn't it? So you know, it's a it's a big challenge for them. And then you know, you get people who might say, "Well, leave the dog at home." Well, no, they they, they, they need, the need the dog exactly <laughs> to go out with them. Yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't have to make that compromise just because people want to touch the dog. You know, yeah. Um, and and then obviously now everybody's wearing face masks. How are dogs responding to face masks? Yeah, so we, um, <laughs> quite early on, a couple of our clients, you know, mentioned that to us and they said, like, what can we do? And it is the same as with any of the other training that we've been doing for our dogs is just to prepare them for seeing people wearing them <laughs> and introduce the mask gradually, which is a bit easier now that PPE isn't as limited and people can get face coverings mm-hmm. and face masks to practice with in the house. Um, but we, we've done little videos where, you know, you put the mask on, you yourself and if the dog's okay give them a treat and reward them give them a fuss and then build up the amount of time that you're wearing the mask for it just it makes me laugh because traditionally robbers wear masks right and dogs are trained to tackle robbers so dogs everywhere across the world must be so confused now they're like so we don't tackle the robbers anymore everyone's robbers what's going on like it must be so confusing for them but yeah the the training helps you you guys i guess um you know it's 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 a, it's a great world uh, when you when you can do something like that because we didn't have that years ago. Mm. We didn't have Zoom or Skype. You know, was, you'd have had to tackle it, you know, personally, and you couldn't do that. You know, yeah, What's, I think that's the greatest thing, isn't it, about the internet? It's sharing that knowledge and giving everybody the chance to kind of learn new things, which we've all seen, haven't we? Over mm. lockdown, everyone's picking up new skills and hobbies they didn't have before. Yeah, I can't think if I've. Um, I guess the vlogging, the vlogging. I, I think I missed going. I, I don't do vlogs because <laughs> some guy came up to me and used it. Uh, I'm sorry, in, in Cosford, and he, it was an autistic child. And he's like, "Are you a YouTuber?" And I was like, "My my kids call me a YouTuber, and I'm not. Yeah, it's one of those cringy terms I don't like. But now, technically, I guess I am, and I hate that. But it's because I missed going out. I missed going places with my little boy. You know, so I wanted to document places around Shropshire, around Shrewsbury, but that are safe. To take the kids out for everybody else that wants to know in the summer holidays it's good mm-hmm. to know you know um but we yeah you're right we didn't have that what, what's been the biggest challenges for you guys right up to now sorry i kind of just oh here's here's a really loaded question bam in the yeah so i think originally it was getting everything set up so when it was kind of certainly for me because i actually joined the charity during lockdown I hadn't met the rest of the team at Dog Aid. I didn't have equipment. I didn't have a laptop. You know, getting all of those things when you've got to do it socially distanced was really challenging. But mm. actually, once we were set up and everybody was logged onto the server and could access all of the documents and everything, it's been pretty smooth sailing since then. I bet, I bet it's, got, it's an advantage for you, though, because you've learned to do it. You need to work by yourself and use your own initiatives. So it's kind of like, well, I got this baby, you know. Uh, um, what the what, what the plans for the future? Because it's really hard to plan ahead, isn't it, with what's going on? Uh, I know you guys are Shrewsbury based, but you work across the whole country. Is there any ch- any plans to expand or make things easier for you guys to work together? 
Yeah, so it's been a bit of a logistical nightmare getting bet, things yeah. <laughs> ready to move back to face-to-face training for yeah. our team of 130 volunteer trainers and our clients in training. Um, but we're nearly there, so all of the risk assessments and everything, that's what we've been spending a lot of time doing. Um, and now we've got to gather all of those from all the trainers and all the clients and check everybody's done all their paperwork before, if they are ready and they feel comfortable, hopefully returning to face-to-face training in August. Um, so for some of them, hopefully, they're going to get to start making some progress towards their really important assistance dog status. So yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's got to be difficult, but... You, you, but yeah, you said to me, uh, you, if you if you don't smile, if you but you said if you don't smile, if you don't laugh about it, you'll cry. That's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's a philosophy for everything that's gone on with with, with COVID nineteen. We've we've had a lot of our liberties taken from us, you know. Um, uh, with and people, what people don't realise is the, the the folks that are attached to you guys haven't had as many liberties as people normally anyway you know so mm. they, they, they've it's another smack in the in the face for them i guess it's been um a, a terrible effect for them right the, the covid 19 having their independence taken away from even more you yeah, know it's so so sorry that's a right ramble that was no so, yeah. no no not at all i think for some of them it has been just so restricting because especially if they live on their own yeah. and it's just them and their dog and they've been told they're shielding they can't go out so then they you know they've been those people who've had the added difficulty of having to find people in the local community to help bring them food and leave it on the doorstep and the social isolation aspect of it as i think for most people has been the most challenging as the as the, as the um uh, the community sort of rallied around to help people out or, or across the country has there been like a, a good pool of people that have helped uh, your folks yeah so, so you know certain areas have been fantastic certain local kind of communities have yeah. had lists of you know local people who will take parcels to the post office for you collect mm. your shopping get your prescription all That's of those nice. things which have been you know even walking the dogs there's some fantastic charities I don't know if you've heard of the Cinnamon Trust no I haven't even, oh, no. so the Cinnamon Trust are a team of volunteers all across the UK who just walk people's dogs for them so oh, wow. if people aren't well they can have like a regular person who goes in the dog can then form a bond with them and they can take the dog out and walk the dog for the person while they're unwell and they've been so integral for some of our clients who've not been able to go out you know they can put the dog in the hall shut the door and then the volunteer just opens the front door and collects the dog use their own leads there was no risk of contamination or anything so the dog's still got their exercise and it's just a bit of peace of mind then isn't it you know they're not worrying about has my dog not had any exercise i bet if julie was here she'd be like how did you not know about that because uh, she runs her own dog walking company uh fox and hounds if you need a dog walking uh company make sure you check her up uh check her out um she's not she's she would have been here today but she's like oh, i walk at 11 o'clock uh, i can't so um but the fact that people do that for free and help people out is is fantastic because you know it has been a worry um for me not a worry but a, a concern i've been kind of like how uh, people that can't get around much anyway and don't have like a huge like a circle of people around them, how how have they been coping during this because i've been lucky in the fact that I can go to work back into, I've been car- be able to carry on. I've got the podcasts and and the show and everything's been moving. But for people that have been sat on their own, and all of a sudden they can't go out, they can't go to the supermarket or they can't go because they're shielding. It must be terrible. Yeah, it's just one of those things. I mean, we, um, me and uh, Maggie Love, uh, local uh, hero of ours, um, we were recording um, an audio guided tour outside Old Saint Chad's. If you're moving around here, you'll get to look at these places. They're amazing. Um, and there was this gentleman, and he was sat on the bench, and he was he was just like, he just really wanted to talk. Just really, we were, in the, we were like kind of mid-segment, 
I had, you know, uh, Maggie had the microphone in her hands. So I'm holding the machine, and he's just talking. He's just talking, just talking. But I, you know, there's something nice about being able to let someone offload because he's probably been at home all day. You know, have this kind of empathy, these kind of these worries about people. Um, the the show that's coming up um, on the 22nd of August is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I want to say a huge thank you to, to the guys for putting that together because giving you guys a bit of a help, you know. Have you guys been able to get involved with other shows around uh, the Shropshire or the UK or is this the only one you're doing? This is the only one we've been involved with, yeah. So we're really grateful for the opportunity. Yeah, is, that, is it giving you guys, oh, maybe we could do this? Yes, definitely, yeah. yeah. You can see how excited some of the team Spot. are getting, yes. And they want to get involved in more and more things, so, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> this is slightly inappropriate well i was thinking about um you know the uh members only type thing that's been going on in the press lately right uh instagram girls make people pay to be in their members only whatever you should do that with a dog so you should have their own instagram account where they they pay to be part of the follow the dog because i know instagram's uh, dogs do really well they do mm. there's lots of dogs that make some money for charity i don't know well we're hoping we've got we're working on something this week and uh, one of the volunteers who's a little bit cooler and younger and trendier than i am who <laughs> understands the working of the app tiktok is putting uh, something TikTok's together cool. for us with the dogs in, which we hope will be a big success. Yeah, I know. yeah. another social media that's people. Are, all the people are trying to avoid. I mean, I've, I've, I don't want to be doing the dancing and stuff. I'm not going to be doing that. But I have made some cool stuff with TikTok. I've made some. Yeah. You're not going to see me dancing and stuff. My friend's um, Lucy Orchard. But shout out to Lucy. She's a up and coming stand up comedian, and she, she, all of her, her peers are like, you need to get on TikTok. Yeah, it's a it's a revolution, and she's just like, no, I don't want to do it because it's it's kind of cringy. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to what's going to be happening on the 22nd. I'm really sorry that this episode has been as as uh, as it has been. Um, usually, I come with notes and I'm prepa- preparation, but I spent 40 minutes running. <laughs> I can't say too much on the microphone, but. I didn't. I think it's a plan as much as I normally do. Um, but is there anything you wanted like to say to your community and to the people that are around you? Any messages you got for people? Just really um, to join in with us on the Shropshire Virtual Show on yes. the twenty second. So actually, you know, log on to their computers and get involved because, you know, up before then, up until the tenth of August, you can submit your entries and then you can kind of have your little moment to shine really so if you've learned a new skill or a new talent during lockdown certainly if you've learned a new musical instrument get involved and upload your videos be part of Shropshire's Got Talent let us see what you've been doing because you know then on the 22nd all of your friends all of your family whether they're in Shropshire or not you know even if they're not in the UK they can log on they can see your performance and it's it's a really good opportunity to just showcase all the amazing things. That if we anything, can it's, do. it's a bigger audience, you know. Because if you think about it, you're doing a community hall somewhere, you got like twenty, thirty people in the in the audience. This could potentially go to thousands, you know. People, hopefully, you know. So, yeah, that was uh, mentioned uh, by me by email just to kind of push the the, the Shropshire's Got Talent thing because uh, we would like to we'd like to see your videos. I also remember is it. Um, is it Afterlife with Ricky Gervais on Netflix with a kid that plays the, 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 the recorders with his nostrils? <laughs> if you can play the recorder with your nostrils, uh, get in touch. We want to hear from you. Um, I definitely want to see those videos. Please send those in. Um, if you go to the website, if you go to Shropshire, literally ShropshireVirtualShow.com, it's an amazingly beautiful website and there's lots of options for you there. And it says here, as I've logged in now, it's, attention, all competitions are now open for entry. 
So get in, uh, go to the website, take a look, and you can see all of the charities here. So you've got the Cavalier Center, Friends at the Heart of RJH, the Movement Center, uh, Dog Aid, and Shropshire RCC, all these amazing charities that are being helped. Um, and it says here we're, aim- we're aiming to raise £40,000. Um, so we there is, there is the option there to donate throughout the whole day. Um, I think you can donate now still. You can, yeah. So when you upload your entries, if you enter any of the competitions, be it to show off the amazing garden you've worked on or yeah. your dog, you know, crazy lockdown haircut, you can. it's just by donation. You know, there's no set amount. So just pop your details in. And if you can give a pound, if you can give £10, whatever it is, it'll help us raise a lot of money for those charities. Yeah, um, it's it's got. I know people are hard up at the moment, but you've got to think of people that are, are are struggling more than you. And this is what I was talking about earlier about the empathy that I have about other people. You know, um, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I, we've been asked to kind of present the whole show uh, throughout the day, which is going to be fun. I say present. We'll have our own little biscuit tent. They're calling it like a little our own little virtual space. We'll be at the Cavalier Centre. We'll have a studio set up, and we'll be speaking to a lot of people that performed. I, I want to get the Dirty Rocking Scoundrels on because if this is another strange event for them. They were at the um, the, the Driving Festival, which was very odd because I was explaining to you that instead of uh, a crowd of a couple of hundred people clapping and cheering, they had cars honking at them. You know, it was a strange experience for them. And now they're doing a virtual show, so I'd love to speak to them and they're, they're about their experiences. Um, and you know, it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. It's going to be different for us because um, Anna's asked us to introduce uh, bands on stage, which isn't I've never done before. Which it's is exciting, be, though. Very excuse exciting. me. <laughs> There's nobody there to cheer. <laughs> we'll be cheering you on via Instagram. We'll be watching the live stream. Are you going to be watching? How? Yeah, I was going to say how are your people going to be uh, the people involved with you guys. Have you had any people like, making big elaborate plans to enjoy this show? Well, I, I know a couple of the dogs I've been working with virtually on Zoom and yeah. doing their training. Um, I know they've already entered the dog show, um, so we'll have to wait and we'll be watching and t- see if they win, see if they get any of the prizes. Um, but yeah, we're going to be down there as well at the Cavalier Centre, streaming it live on our socials. So yeah. hopefully, whether our clients are in Shropshire or beyond they can sit at home and watch what's going on as well. Well, if uh, anybody taking part in the show sees any of us biscuitiers uh, roaming around, I think there's about four of us coming. I don't know, uh, uh, three or four. Um, I'm going to try and sort out, I need to try and sort out some t-shirts because uh, I, I have a problem with, if anybody wants to make us some t-shirts, by the way, I'll get in touch. Uh, I'm looking for a, a local distributor because I use Tee Public normally um, because I love their, their print. This one is a really old one. This t-shirt I'm wearing, an old, old Thor skin t-shirt and it's beautiful and it's never faded. Um, so I like them, but they've got distribution problem at the moment. So I'm, I'm going to have to find someone new. Yeah. If you see any of the Biscuitiers, come say hello. We like that. We like when, when people come say hi to us. Um, I look forward to seeing you guys at the show at the Cavalier Centre. Um, it's going to be really good. Um, tell people where they can find you and if they wanted to donate or uh, get involved with what you guys get up to. Yeah, so we're on all of the socials just at Dog Aid. Yeah. And then our website is just dogaid.org.uk. And you can donate through the website via PayPal as well. Fantastic. Uh, and to the listeners, I do want to apologise. This episode, my episode, they, they don't need... Ooh, my podcasts don't usually sound this bad, um, but it's been a hell of a morning, um, but I'm going to flip it on its head. I'm going to have a great day. I've got lots of things, great things planned today, um, but um, thank you for sitting through this. But um, you've been a fantastic guest again. Thank you so much for, for coming in thank to you see for me. Having me. No, it's been great to chat to you. Uh, we're going to get around and speak to, uh, or I think I think we've got uh, interviews lined up for all the charities that are getting invent- uh, involved with this. Um, so I'm really looking forward to speaking to everyone. Um but yeah, if you could go to ShropshireVirtualShow.com again, uh, make sure you check out the website. 
um, make some plans. Get some food in. Get some drinks in. You know, uh, wheel the TV out into the garden. I don't know if it's a nice day. Make it, it definitely just, you know. in the evening. That's the best thing to do. All the live music in the yeah, evening. Yeah. Have a barbecue. Have a couple of drinks. Yeah. Um, you know, get a projector. <laughs> Put up a gun to the side of the house. I don't know. Just just make a plan. Get some get some uh, get some friends around that are in part of your bubble, of course, socially distanced, and make a, a thing out of it because we don't do. We're not going to get a chance to do much of this. You know, there's no. Glastonbury, there's no V Festival, uh, you know, so yeah, let's take part in something that's local and great. Right, um, this has been a fantastic episode. Uh, make sure you check out our website, which is www.theshoeswithbiscuitpodcast.co.uk. Uh, you can get all of our audio there. That's made for our fre- by oh god, that's made by our friends at Web Orchard, um, and uh, you can get uh, you can get in touch with us from that website as well. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, thank you very much. Thank it's you for having great. me. Thank you. Cheers.